A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. This is the H&J Daily, but some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We had some good bits today, none of them involving us. Well, some of them involving us. Uh, David Morrissey, the actor who's in Sherwood at the moment, joined us. He was fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. Sensational. Um, we also... he's, good. he's played Gordon Brown, Paul. He has, he yeah, has, yes, yes, that's yes. right. Maybe he'll play it against your Tony Blair you one ne- You never know, you never know. Um, Josh Pugh, comedian, uh, England footballer. He joined us, he was good. And uh, find him online. And Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday fan, comedian, gamer. Can you Um, remember the name of his show, Paul? um, I can. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Yeah. Glenn, I'm 60 more. Well, yeah, that was worth it, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Can I remember it? He asked me. Uh, And we had a chat. You got involved with some good stories. So thanks for those. Here they all are. Sherwood actor and Liverpool fan David Morrissey makes a welcome return to the show. Yes, that's all this. Plus, we're joined by two funny men. Finally, two funny men on the show. <laughs> funny men in Glenmore and Josh Pugh. Yeah. And a fashion expert sizes up Gucci's new Adidas three-stripe loafers. Yeah, they've done a new uh, range of Gucci uh, with the good people at Adidas. Yeah. And they have done a men's loafer. It's a bog-standard, you know, black slip-on loafer with the three stripes down the side. I'm sure the people at Gucci will be pleased you called their shoes bog-standard, Well, it's a bit of a built-up heel. Yeah, it's nice. nice. I like it. You've got a gold buckle. A bit of Cuban action. You're a tall man, Paul. You know, I I might need the built-up heel. You think you you might? Yeah, I could pull that off. Would you wear those? I'd, I'd, I'd get the when I'm cleaning them. Yeah, I'd get the black. Bit I'd get the polish on the stripes. Fifty quid and polishing out the stripes. Though, isn't Good it? on free kicks, though. Apparently, fantastic. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it's like really a predator. Good. It's a predator loafer. <laughs> Some of it's quite nice. The football shirts, uh, quite. Anyway, yes. we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later on. Yeah, yeah. from the summer. It's all the rage, team. Paul. It's all the rage. You see, the the, the designer. What does that even mean? Is the, de- <laughs> the designer it's all pe- the rage. Designer people yeah. mixing up with the with the leisure people because they know yeah. that people don't want to put their trousers on anymore. So when I sit around in their old joggers. <laughs> Watching home, watching homes under the armor. Another way you say joggers in a <laughs> in a um, West Country accent. Yeah, it's almost like it's meant, uh, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's um, eight minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Why uh, did you shout at school kid yesterday? I've got to stop shouting at people in the street, Paul. But I think you'll understand I, why. I, I do this myself, you do it yourself, and, it, you and I'm me. sure the listeners. Well, we think we discover that the listeners do this as well, and sometimes it maybe pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it may be inappropriate. You think yeah. it was inappropriate? I, I don't think he, he enjoyed it. Tell us what happened, Charlie. I was uh, cycling back from the studio today. To I'd cycle because of the tube strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd cycle uh, from uh, London Bridge to Finsbury Park in London. How long did that tell you? Uh, it took me half an hour on my little Brompton there, Paul. You got a bit smug going past shorts, all the stationary exactly, traffic. Yeah, but yeah. I had shorts on. I had some proper sun- sunglasses on, and my, I've got a pink uh, cycle helmet. You so pointed everyone out can yesterday you caught sight of yourself in a window, and you look like do you know when they put a bear on a push bike yeah. in some in some unscrupulous circuses yeah. in the, in Eastern Europe. One of those cruel old circuses, yeah. like a massive elephant on a tiny little cup. That's what you, you look know. like. <laughs> That's what, I look That's what you look like. like. Okay, cycling along, not the sort of Chris Boardman-esque no. image I thought I had. Anyway, I was cycling along, pulled up some lights as in the city, uh, and uh, a bunch of kids walked across the uh, zebra crossing. Yeah. Obviously, in one big group, like a mm. field trip. It looked like to London. They come up London for the day. Yeah. You know, kid at the front, white away. Talky United shirt, Paul. I mean, what are the chances? Yeah. What are the chances? There he was. And a cap. He had a cap on as well. You know, very, very good. How old was he? 
I reckon he was 16, 17. Oh, okay. Fair 17, enough. 18, yeah. maybe. But you know. with his six school former, chums. I reckon. School six chums, former. Yeah. And I went, Gary Johnson's Yellow Army! <laughs> at him. And he looked terrified. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked, he looked absolutely terrified. Really? He's up, he's up London, Paul. Yeah. He's from Torquay, he's from Torquay Tech or whatever. He doesn't he know, know this. Is, who's this big fat bloke on a little bike? <laughs> With a small With hat a on. small pink like helmet something on. from an unscrupulous Eastern Sh- European circus. <laughs> Shouting at me. Yeah. Gary Johnson, you know. But I, I've got a bit of that as well. I've okay. got a bit of a Tottenham Tourette's. Obviously not want to go to Tottenham, <laughs> but I'd be doing it all the time. But sometimes when you see, even like I see a family, and yeah. like the kid, he might only be about six, in his, in his Tottenham shirt. Yeah, yeah. And as I go past, I'll go... Come on, you Spurs. I just, you have to do <laughs> most it. Most of the time, the dads and the kids, the kids yeah. almost go, they're scared. But the, the dad gives you a thumbs up or mum will give you a thumbs up or yeah. smile or whatever. You well, have so to do it, Paul. It's, it's, part well, it. it's, it's part of it, isn't it? You know. I've got, but I mean, so I, I wouldn't do it on the way to Spurs. I'll be doing it constantly mm-hmm. for hours on 60,000 people. But I think we all do it. You know, I'll see people on the trains. I've seen people abroad. Yeah. And uh, I remember in the States, seeing somebody coming down the road, how are you, Spurs? <laughs> <laughs> he probably Love doesn't it. understand a word. I've said just out of nowhere, nothing to do with football yeah. or in an inappropriate place. Perhaps a really quiet museum, yeah. Paul. You know. So when you've seen when you've seen your colours, when you've seen Sporting Brethren, um, how has that manifested itself? Do yeah. tell us this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine or tweet to TS H and J. Um, they may recall uh, we had we brought back pro celebrity boxing. To, uh, oh, we're yeah, going to. Good, we're, t- we're talking to the TV companies at the yeah. moment. And we've got a little project we're going to try and get David Morrissey interested in later on. All right, okay, um, yeah. Is I know, I know we'll, we'll speak to his people, but is is David the man to play uh, Di Jimmy Riddle? Goes over to Vigo and of stops course, people from, from yesterday. Seat. Yes, we'll put it to him later. He'd be very good at that, actually, wouldn't he? I think with a name on board, it'll help us get it away. You know what TV <laughs> yeah. companies are like? You've got to go in with a name, haven't you? you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, is it? Yeah, it, it is a yeah. drama, isn't it? I was thinking, is it another... We've already got Bean Island yeah, as Bean, our pitch. Bean Island, that's going to... That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's in the That's bag. only a matter of time. Yeah, the global rights... <laughs> but yeah, I think off. David Morris is good, good casting, I'll Paul. Ask, well done. I'll ask if, he, if he's prepared. Anyway, we, we digress. Yes. Um, we brought back pro-celebrity boxing last week because Charlie saw on Facebook Marketplace oh, yeah. a full-size boxing ring for sale yeah. for £600. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's bought it and yeah, no, yeah he's setting it up I haven't bought but, it it's a shame but, but you know you, Charlie about half an hour ago you, oh, well. you took to Facebook Marketplace again and found what this is new on Paul this, this is new on I'm very excited very by tempted, it it's very yeah. tempting by this mm. this is the Tombstone Shooting Saloon Paul yeah which is a cork shooting range oh, not in the southern great. island it's cork guns you know yeah. cork, cork guns Shooting range and what oh, I can't see quite. You get the cork shooting range, yeah. complete with shelves, counter, brake barrel, air pistols converted for corks. It's in good. Well, it says here it's in goose condition, but I think it means it's in good condition. It's eight hundred quid. What are you wow. actually buying there, Paul? Yeah, some shelves and some cork shooting guns, really, aren't you? But, I like it though. It's the whole thing, the whole the thing of the tombstone thing. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, it'd be great to have it in your garden. If yeah, you, are you any good on a uh, shooting range when you go to the fairground, Paul? Not massively so. Do you ever have a go? Yeah, I'll give it a go now yeah. and again. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it now. It, it looks like a football dugout when you take <laughs> off all the tombstone shooting yeah. saloon yeah. delivery. It could be just like a, t- a tent, a bit of tarpaulin you're buying, really. Apparently it's in goose condition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that means. Uh, you got to call Andy in Wallingford there for we, it. Yeah, yeah. So cool. eight hundred quid. I mean, yeah. I've already done six hundred on the boxing ring. Yeah, I'm now wishing I'd kept my money in my pocket. If I'm honest, if you've bought saved up for the shooting range, if you've bought something outlandish like that and then had to explain it to the other <laughs> half, we would love to hear from you. And like you, Charlie comes in tonight, and his missus says, "What you got there?" He says, "Oh, nothing." Now, what is it? It's huge. What is it in the back of the car? Oh, it's a tombstone uh, shooting range, cork gun funfair shooting range. I bought on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> oh, there'll be a parcel arrive tomorrow. Yeah, don't worry about. Don't worry about. Don't open it. I'll explain all. Not after the boxing ring. The boxing ring's different. It'll say firearms on it, but don't worry about it. No. <laughs> Anyway, do let us know the outlandish things. Maybe you've and you look back and think, why? Uh, and did it get you into trouble? Plus, um, yeah, seeing sporting brethren, and how did that go down? 
uh, with your Gary Johnson's uh, Yellow Army or come on you Spurs. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We asked you this afternoon as Charlie shouted at a, a young school kid yesterday, <laughs> Gary Johnson's Yellow Army. I was in the middle yeah. of London. I wasn't walking down yeah, like no. Torquay High Street. Middle of know. London. A lad looked frightened out, frightened out of his life really that suddenly he's in that London and some bloke shout him at him in a West Country accent. But we all do it. We all see a a sporting brethren and we do that uh, me and my dad are Celtic fans who are told by a listener to put their name on this and my dad is the worst person for shouting out when we see Celtic colours we'll be driving through the middle of a town and he'll spot a Celtic shirt and he'll go on the hoops <laughs> and terrify the poor guy walking down the street yeah, so yeah we you, all do you it you sort of forget you've got it on don't yeah. you so you know you've been spotted Charlie's buying a, a shooting range off of Facebook <laughs> oh, yeah. Marketplace 850 quid the Tombstone um, what's it called the Tombstone well, I wonder, if, I wonder if I'd be able to I wonder if I'd be able to trade in the uh, boxing ring with the guy. Yeah, that's nice. He might be interested in the boxing ring. Um, so you've been telling us about some of the weird and wonderful things you've purchased. Um, yeah, my mate, totally unaware, after a few jars, bought a unicycle off eBay. That's great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we bought him a clown suit for his last birthday. Lovely, here he is. Yeah, thank you very much that's for that, Shem. Shem. Yeah, I'd love a unicycle. There is something about yeah. I could never, I'd never ride one. I'd I never can, I can ride one, Paul. I've got can one. Can you really? Yeah, I've got one. You and Andy Smart. Yeah, you can, can he ride one, can he? I'll Almost. Have a race. We need to have a race next time. Cheltenham. That's it. Next year, unicycle race. Just wow, it it's going to happen. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A great many of you uh, meeting footballing brethren in the street yeah. and shouting at them so you can keep those shouting coming Shouting at afternoon. people in the street. Yes, uh, so do keep those coming. But joining us now in the studio is a Sheffield Wednesday fan, comedian, here to tell us about his new Edinburgh show and more, his love of computer games, a real love, I think it's fair yes, to say. Yes, well, obsession, some would say. Glenn Moore, Glenn, good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. Well, well, that makes well, you sound really unhealthy. When does it cross the line, you know? Yeah. It thing, did, isn't it? it already it did. become <laughs> obsession? Uh, you're, you're a fantastic title for your show. You, you, yes. You've had many of the fine titles you've come in and seen us over the years, Glenn. So what's your latest one called? I find it difficult to say in one sense, but it's uh, Willie. <laughs> Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Glenham 60 more. Yes, very nice. And I was, I was really happy with it, but the problem is when you put these things in for like a fringe brochure, they've got like a, a word limit for how much you can like publicize your show. So everyone's okay. putting all their TV credits in and stuff like that. Because my title takes up the entirety of a space, I was left with like three words left over. So the whole, yeah. whole blurb in the program just says Glenn's new show. Oh, oh nice. That's it. That's good. But people, people will know you from everything now. They mock the week and all sorts of shows. And just done, that. It's genuinely. No, you are on that a lot, though, just that. Oh, thanks. You're on yeah, that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I think that sort of thing sort of helps slightly in terms of people at least going on to a show and kind of having a vague idea yeah. of sort of what to expect. I think certainly the first time you do a show in Edinburgh, it's it's mostly for some reason elderly people come and see the debutantes. Like it, it just oh, entirely right. exclusive audiences of the elderly, which is, um, you know, it's nice. They're very, very pleasant. They're very silent. Um, and then they don't come back the following year <laughs> either because they, they got too old of us a new batch yeah. of old people. I'd suggest I'd describe your stuff as as like you look really clever and you look and sound like you should be really clever. Is there clever, a butt coming? But you're an actual silly Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm a, proper, right? I'm a proper silly and William. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's purely a glasses thing. I think people oh, see okay. the glasses and they sort of immediately make an assumption that they sort of go, "This is going to be pretty highbrow." <laughs> and then I think, yeah, I have, I, I have the ability to disappoint audiences on both yeah. fronts. I think you know, you've That's, stuck yeah. to that glasses style, Glenn, haven't you? For some to that that kind of what is it? Is it kind of an aviator style? I mean, that's very much your look. I don't ever see you coming in Different the frame. big Dominic Calvert Lewin yeah, big yeah, frames, media frame. Yeah, you've not come in with <laughs> those very small ones that often. Dutch people wear with barely a lens in them. Yeah, yeah. I tried contact lenses. I tried the compromise to one contact lens and a monocle. Did it all. (laughs) Did it all. I just didn't know. For some reason, I was wearing contact lenses on stage and my girlfriend was like, I think it just doesn't doesn't suit the on-stage persona. And then there was a TV show I did and I I won't say which one it is, but I arrived without my glasses and they went, put your damn glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> you look well, people won't know it's you. Well, they just said you don't look. You, know. you don't. You just don't look the part. You, Imagine you Ronnie know. Corbett turning up with no glasses on. Yeah, that's very curious. Yeah. <laughs> the, the monocle one for the kids. I mean, what, Glenn looking at me then like just, Ronnie who? No idea, <laughs> no idea of wandering around just with the monocle. A monocle. Just yeah. having a monocle. And just I don't know a, if they're hard to come by. I don't know. I don't know you can I've probably find a shop. No, no, one's, no one's doing the monocle. But they're great things, aren't they? Because obviously they just allow you to be sitting. You're going to want to read something, so you put in your monocle, and people think, "Aye, aye, aye." He's a man about town yeah and then when you're surprised by something it, it can out. fall into your yeah, into your martini out. glass that's yeah. the, that's the dream yeah. if you wear two 
monocles and you've yeah. got two martini glasses, <laughs> you can look doubly shocked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Both eyes squinting. that you need a, to have help with. Oh, both are awful. Oh, right, both okay. are so awful and in uniquely different ways. Yeah. Like one's like more colour blind than the other. Oh, nice. It's so, you could so have, useless. You could have like a coloured uh, monocle. Six one quid side. on Amazon, by the way. <laughs> oh, right, for a monocle. <laughs> Six quid on All Amazon. All this time we've been high, uh, holding people who wear monocles in really high esteem. Yeah. In terms of that absolute cheap state. So you're, you're yeah. Six That's quid. That's true. Six quid. They look rich, don't they? But actually, it's yeah. six pounds it's like on Vianetta. eBay. It's like yeah. a Vianetta. Exactly that. that, Glenn. Magnify monocle lens with hanging necklace uh, for reading, crafts, needlework, etc. Uh, we, we just call it a monocle for short. Yeah. We're going to read some of your blurb. By After way, over 8% Ooh. discount at the moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay, sure. £6.11 less, 8%. You do the uh, math. Okay. You're going to get a ton of free monocle delivery. Oh, right. Very <laughs> nice. It. After overworking for all his adult, adult life, adult, adult life, adult life <laughs> yeah. so far. Yeah. It's different shows. Yeah, very <laughs> different shows. <laughs> <That's taken> more, <laughs> his, more historical. Glenn, Glenn, Moore's, too. Then, yeah. Glenn Moore's my adult oh, man, life. I've had so many walkouts. A lot of people are really disagreeing with a lot of the views. You've got some work on some TV shows, though, yeah. so it's done very well. Uh, uh, Glenn has decided to loosen up. He's had two years to just sit and think and realise, well, what was all that for? So you had a lot of jobs, you've done a lot of stuff, and you've gone, you know what, I could have just sat around. Is that about it? Yeah, kind of. It's weird yeah. hearing that blurb being said, but I, I can't remember when I wrote that. No, yeah. I don't, yeah, but, but the show sort of feels vastly different in comparison to that. It was, it was really tricky trying to write a show. Like, I don't know if you found this in terms of writing like stand-up and stuff, where you, you, it just, you don't want to write about lockdown because everyone's... Everyone's kind of sick of talking about. It. Everyone kind of yeah, had the yeah. same. Everyone's had the same experience of it. But at the same time, you can't pretend you you did anything else with your time unless you were a massive rule breaker. In yeah. which case, you're going to keep that to yourself. Yeah. So that was that was kind of that's been the tricky part of juggling it and just trying to reword everything. Trying not to use the word lockdown in the first place. Trying to find synonyms for it. Yeah. I just invested in Paul's monocle company. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 going to really take. Although I, I'm six pound eleven, I can't you're with eight percent off. Not I can't doing live much with that. there, are you? Now, um, maybe life as an official uh, video games tester could have been yours because. You completed 100 video games in 2020. You think more than that in 2021. I mean, did you... Was it like a history of... Did you go back to... Was it old consoles, games yeah. you revisited? Well, it, sounds like, it sounds like I took lockdown really badly when you think about it. <laughs> it sounds like I took it really badly. I just... What happened was it was... 2020, obviously, everyone was stuck indoors. I got stuck indoors. Started playing loads and loads of video games. And I was like, oh, God, this is like the summer holidays I'd never had. Yeah. Um, and then it got to about September and I was like, I, I might try and count up all the ones I'd done. And yeah, it just became... It either became really, re really re recent ones or like really old ones that I never completed when I was a kid like Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. or like the Oregon Trail ones that were like before I was born and stuff okay. like that did you have to go and find the old consoles to play them on no you usually on like computers and stuff you can just sort of find them oh, like no. legally as well oh, okay. my mind blown yeah. yeah I couldn't believe they still what existed yeah fantastic. any sport based ones this is talk sport well this any is the problem sense I had to, like, soccer well I had to basically Championship we, I, I put in because I was like twitch streaming the whole thing the viewers came up with rules of what counted as a completion oh, okay. so it was really tricky it's really tricky with sports games because as we know football manager is just infinite it just never ends yeah so so we couldn't do ones like that so we were like well do you count fifa's the journey you know as, yes, of course, as that yeah. and ultimately no we no. didn't no oh. we weren't allowed to so, so it was a sort of narrative game and what was the best one it was probably do you know what it was my, my girlfriend got me into a game called stardew valley which i'd never heard of before and this was last year and basically when everyone sort of lost their work and stuff like that and she was just you know sitting around the flat just not knowing what to do with herself it was basically just a farming simulator which basically gives you tasks every day of like you've got to milk your cows you've got to sell your mayonnaise by this oh. point you're gonna to go to the local shop and buy your seeds and i thought this looks absolutely pathetic and when i got into it and i was like I think this is the best job I've ever had. <laughs> really good. I was really starting to care about my farm. You don't get you don't get manure on your boots either, really. You no, you don't. It's all pixelated. Yeah. Very easy. There'll be some farmers listening to this in their cabs or their tractors going, yeah. oh, yeah, you come and try it for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, <laughs> you give it a go, mate. You get up at four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I did, in the game. It was easy. Deal with the bog problem in the bottom yeah. field and the rats in the... Like a real-time game. You had to get up half past four and milk the virtual cows, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it starts to feel like a proper task. But Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly like a Tamagotchi. Wow. I've seen Glenn, he's absolutely knackered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Farming's not an easy business. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about, mate, he's a comedian. And a Sheffield Wednesday fan, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, Another great time. Another though. year in, in League One for Yeah, you. yeah. I, I think... Of all the teams to lose to, mm. I think ultimately it's kind of, it's okay. To lose to Sunderland in the playoffs. As someone who really got into Sunderland till I die, yeah. I really, really had a vested interest in them doing well as well. It was just a shame that we were paired together. Yeah. I think the, the teams I cared most about going up in any league were, were Forest and, and Sunderland. And yeah. it's obviously a shame about Sheffield Wednesday. I, I think, I think we'll go up next season, I think. 
Yeah, it's a tough league. Very, very tough. I, start, I mean, I only started one. to get, I only really started to properly get in Sheffield Wednesday in about 2010, 2011. So when, when they got up to the championship for the first time. Oh, so right. I've only ever really known them as a championship. So we can't team. call you a glory hunter. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What was that? Was that a, a uni thing or what got it was, you into I was, it? I was working at a radio station up in Sheffield and I was right. a sports reporter. <clears> and yeah. uh, so I had to go to the press conferences each week for, uh, you know, Rotherham, Barnsley, Doncaster, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday. And Sheffield Wednesday, this was the days of like Gary Megsum. Um, I think Chris Kirkland had just sort of joined them yeah. as well. And so it was, and I, I just loved being in the press conferences. And, and also I thought, what a great opportunity if I was a supporter to be able to ask the questions I wanted answering sort of every single week. Mm. And so I started to really get into it, and especially because they were like on the cusp of promotion. And then they did at the expense of Sheffield United as well. I was just sort of like absolutely sold for life because I, I admittedly I've been a glory hunter up until I was a kid. I was a Manchester United fan until uh, Liverpool won the Champions League mm. and then I became a Liverpool supporter. Wow. That's the most <laughs> disgusting, that's, that's the most that's, disgusting that's footballing career interview, to this point. I yeah, I know. It's really, yeah. look, I was 14. I'll turn I don't the message board by. around yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. There's somebody I, I was a, a talk sport security guard ready <laughs> yeah. to escort you out. But now, <laughs> Sheffield, I've gone in the right direction. Yeah, that's the right I've gone way. in the right You've direction. Gone the right reformed, way. Fully reformed. Yeah, fantastic. So, um, so you're going to be at the Pleasance Courtyard Cabaret Bar. Yeah. Nice. That's a great venue. Really yeah. brilliant. A great time of day as well. 4.05. You're not when all the big big boys are on yeah, you and think, girls yeah you'd think it's, you'd think it'd be a terrible time on a weekday but no. for some reason <clears> up at the fringe it doesn't matter great time and the cabaret bar's really really nice venue as well Paul yeah. so you'd be it's, it's nice there. It's, yeah it's just all covered in, the dressing room is covered in all the posters of the people who previously played there so you've got really old posters from the 90s of like Frank Skinner like Chris yeah. Addison looking like a child, Lee Mack, all these people, all of them obviously yeah. heavily defaced with pictures of genitals. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's a great atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, Glenn, lovely to see you. The show is called uh, Will You Still Need Me? Will You Still Feed Me? Glenn, I'm 60 more. Perfect. Yeah. You got it in one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. When you went in and started going into that sentence then, Paul, you think, oh, I've got to read the whole thing. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. Thought, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to carry this off. It will definitely work. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Kevin Friend steps down. That's another referee we've got used to seeing Mike yeah. Dean uh, John Moss and others have all stepped down they Martin Atkinson have gone it's like when EastEnders got rid of loads of characters wasn't it they, they, all, they all left all the ones you knew Pauline thing is though they basically you know, they then they get, replaced them with new get, people they don't get killed off in a pub fire do they they, they go and do VAR <laughs> where do they go they go to VAR they go and do VAR VAR yeah, in the sky that's right yeah yeah so and David Morris is always good to hear from David he, yeah. he will join us big Liverpool fan will get his thoughts on Mane and and also uh, Sherwood, which he's currently in on the BBC, which I, I caught up with last night. Not Tim, Sher- not Tim yeah. Sherwood. Very, very. You've been on stage, Charles. I suppose watching telly recently has been difficult for I've you. W- You've got no time. Watch nothing, Paul. No, I don't, absolutely yeah, not. I'll tell you what I like is uh, Bangers and Cash. That's my favourite show. Just that- a, of an <clears throat> evening to wind down. Right. You ever watch Bangers and Cash? Is that your wind on down yesterday, TV? Paul? No, what's what yes, is it? On, ba- on yesterday TV, you've got either Bangers and Cash, yeah. or uh, it's like architect. Un, un, I can't remember what it's called. Architecture, and they haven't hmm. abandoned architecture. It's oh, called yeah. that. Promises a lot, never delivers okay. no, much. But Bangers and Cash, I could watch it all day. Paul. What is it? Jeremy? I wish it was just on a loop. Hmm. Bangers and okay. Cash. Yeah. It's uh, a place in North Yorkshire, yeah. and they auction off old vehicles, and it's the story behind the old vehicles, and, and they old, turn up. You know, used cars are in your blood, aren't they? they? Are, yes, yeah, in that right. pool. So Motor trade, exactly. You, you could have. I could have seen you in the motor trade. Well, I've, there's still time. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bangers and cash will give me Coming a job. Out yeah, saying that is that we just got that in actually. It's, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. A, the young young girls had it for you know for about six yeah. months and he got she, eight thousand. She borrowed it off her nan yeah. for a while and then yeah. her nan said, "Oh, then just went bingo and back yeah, in just it, bingo and back and in." And it's that's honestly, it. you won't believe the mileage. It's pristine I mean, it? inside. It's like new. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a few. It's dates. Fully loaded. Yeah, you'll be saying all <laughs> exactly that all those. Boy, I've got all those. You've got all those ready to go and tell the truth. Yeah, you see, and then and then and then you have a little. Anyway, um, I'll leave you to it. I yeah. just I, if you need me, I'll yeah. be in the I'll be in the office. And then when you get them to come to sign, you see, you have a little tilt on your desk. That's mm. one of the old tricks. Yeah, and then when you come get them to sign, you put your pen on the desk and it rolls down towards them. Is that so right? And then they pick up the pen. You see, and go, you. Sign for it the might car. freak them out. Freak me out. I think <laughs> if the pen started moving, I mean, no. Charlie's radio-controlled pen. Oh, the tricks of the trade. There we are. You see. Now, nice um, yeah, Philip was quite impressed with your um, Tyson Fury impersonation earlier. I can't do impressions. I can I can do impressions like once, yeah, and then never again. Okay, that's just how it's it works. Hard for to me. build a career. You're never going to get the dead ringers. Gig, no, it's not going to happen. Well, he no, was no. great in rehearsals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, considering you're doing an impression of Tony Blair and you have been yeah, for the last yeah, month, that's yeah. not good, is it? <laughs> it's not the best bit of PR I've ever done no, for the yeah. show, no. 
Yeah, okay. We went to the show when he could do it, and then we never went again. <laughs> so, yeah, what did Philip say of your impression? He said, um, he said, the Charlie's Tyson Fury impression is more like Tyson Gummidge or Wurzel Fury. Yeah. <laughs> you decide. I'll have a cup of tea and a slice of cake. I'm telling you, big duffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it, Philip. I think you're spot on, mate. Spot on. I Thank think you. You're spot yeah. on. I'm happy I to mean, do. the the pattern is uh, Charlie's thinking of buying a, a fairground shooting range on Facebook uh, Marketplace yeah, for this week's purchase for uh, 850 quid you've got to invest in your future Paul the tombstone shooting range he's interested in yeah and um, the amount of talk sport listeners I mean it's the you know it's it's the heartland Uh, I bought a Playstation 2 a Playstation 4 some bowling shoes (laughs) and a swirly shower head off Amazon after drink was taken one night says Gav the United fan having your own bowling shoes is an investment yeah because you know that you obviously can hire those They're, they're happy to hire those out to you but having your own ones it's not like having your own pool cue or something is it or your own darts people just think you're a, you know, a mod band or something you've, you know having your own bowling ball is, is a is a big investment around, into, you yeah. know you've got to be thinking I'm going to be Wearing playing your a old, lot I mean it would be very tempting if you wore your own bowling shoes bought some and had a, a case for a bowling ball or even and just wandered about with it how long would it be before <laughs> yeah. someone said you going bowling? <laughs> and you say, no. no. What about? What's the matter with you, mate? <laughs> so uh, keep telling us, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Um, Charlie frightened a child yesterday, yeah. who we saw in a talkie <laughs> shirt by yeah. shouting, Gary Johnson's yellow army. We've all done it. We've uh, all done Tony it. from Oxford said, I'm an Oxford United season ticket holder, and every time I see anyone with an Oxford shirt or hat on anywhere, I always shout, yellows! <laughs> Uh, much yeah. to my wife's constant misery, he said. I told oh. her I can't help it. She doesn't understand. It never goes down well. Yeah, it's like... I mean, some people who don't like football who just not understand no. it, would they? Would, would... Well, Paul says, I was in Vegas in my Watford shirt going up an escalator and I suddenly heard, yawns! Oh, yeah. Um, turned Lovely. to see a guy wearing his Watford shirt. It's, 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 it's our only way to communicate, it isn't is. it? When you're that far away from home... I don't know what they, the Americans made of it, but there we are. It's a rock pool, isn't it? To hold on to in the sea. Oh, man, I'm somewhere I don't know where I am. There's yeah. someone in a Preston shirt. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> there we are, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's abandoned engineering. Abandoned. Show. It's a bit <laughs> harsh, this Stephen from Lisbon. <laughs> it's abandoned engineering, you plumb. Well, I, well, I, mean, I couldn't no need, remember the name of it. There's no need to be abusive. It always, over, it always over-promises and under-delivers abandoned you engineering. You didn't deserve to be described as a plumb well, for I, not knowing the name of a TV show on Yesterday TV. I've got the look of a plumb. Take that back, Stephen. <laughs> I'm a Newcastle fan and I live in Somerset now nice. and I'm a delivery driver. I love it when I arrive at a customer's house and they open the door wearing a Newcastle top. You'd be surprised at how many fellow Newcastle fans live in Somerset. Yeah. Oh, I would be surprised. I can't well, imagine. I certainly would be. I would be I'm, although though you do, would have to support Yeovil Town otherwise and I can imagine anything but that. <laughs> Absolutely okay. anything. Charlie, they're making friends down his part of the world. Um, <laughs> awful I don't know team. So- awful team, Yeovil. Why is that? They've been there, Paul. Ugh. No, Awful not. club. Char- Charlie, you can't say that. You can't I single can Yeovil out. I, want. I can. You can't single Yeovil. I can say what I want. It's personal experience, personal You're opinion. You're going to have the Yeovil fans to- switching off. Good. <laughs> they're not <laughs> welcome. Why have you taken against Yeovil? I just don't like them, Paul. Never why, have. Why is that? Oh, they think they're massive. <laughs> they do. They think they're massive. <laughs> so, yeah, well, you speak like us as well, mate. You know. <laughs> They'll tell you when they oh, were good, well, when Gary Johnson was in charge. Touched That's the only it. time they were good. Mark Bertram played for those for well, a show, yeah. Good luck to him. From, yeah. Good luck to him. It was always when we always used to look forward to Mike Beauville doing a game at Yeovil. Oh, yes. Because it would allow <laughs> Alan to say, let's cross to Yeovil. Mike Beauville. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Beauville at Yeovil. But we, I mean, normally he was at the Emirates to, for when Arsenal got a, a, a late winner, of course, much to my annoyance. Uh, do get in touch, though. Talksport.com forward slash H and J text to eight eight ten eighty nine tweet to TSH and J. If you do find yourself meeting footballing or sporting brethren and having that little kind of contact, shouting mad things like that, uh, do let us know. Also, some of the weird and wonderful stuff you've purchased um, normally after drink has been t- taken. Charlie uh, is, is after this uh, shooting range. We we do hope he buys it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I've watched all fifty episodes of Bangers and Cash. Ah, while I was. Re- Recuperating from a hernia operation. Perfect, yeah. Says Nick in Colt. It's yeah. good for that, is it? Oh, it's 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 just a great program. Yeah, Paul. I think you should get into it. Tell you, you might see on it, Cristiano oh. Ronaldo. All right, a one point seven million pound Bugatti oh, supercar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had it shipped to uh, Mallorca for his holidays while he's away. Yeah. 
and uh, he's prained it. Oh, no. Skidded into a uh, country house stone wall yeah. uh, near Palmer and demolished a butane gas store shelter. People are saying from the professionals. <laughs> don't want to crash into that, yeah. Ronaldo and his family, everybody's fine, though. No one yeah. was hurt. Everybody's okay. It was the, I think it was a bodyguard who was, was driving and he's all right, which is yeah. good. But I just like the idea well, he's that... Well, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's fine. He's unemployed, yeah. but he's not a scratch on him. But uh, but I just I just like the idea of, that they've not been able to find a Bugatti specialist on the island. No, of course. And then they just take it to a local bloke. Yeah. And then, so he's driving this with a lot of old grey filler on the wing. <laughs> one wing. Just one wing, just part, like, yeah. bit of part grey filler yeah, on yeah, the old 1.7. One, nice. It always looks good, that. It gloss paint. like a stuff. <laughs> Yeah. People used to hand paint their yeah. cars. A bit of old newspaper it's, in the old. It's not a bu- it's not a Bugatti red, but that'll be fine. This will yeah. do. Do a bit of Nissan red on that. <laughs> that'll be fine. You won't notice that. Cristiano, it's as good yeah. as new. Wonder if he had the insurance. Like a when stock you, car. When, when you hire a car when yeah. you're abroad, wonder if he had the full insurance. I'd like to think he t- did. Yeah. Took the Bugatti he back. Took, <laughs> he took took out the full insurance yeah, package. You know. He said, "No, I'll just go for the basic." The one I had the argument at the airport. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so if you do see a, a Bugatti with a bit of filler on it, your nose car is give him a wave. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Some top quality uh, drama on Mondays and Tuesdays yeah. uh, at the moment. A lot uh, of people talking about it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensational cast. Yeah. And, uh, it's been fantastic so far. A great writing by James Graham, who's done a lot of good work on TV. Did Quiz yeah. a while back about who wants to be a millionaire and a lot of great theatre stuff. Yeah, great, well. yeah, so, great theatre writing. Yeah, marriage of uh, a fine cast and, and good writing. You normally can't go wrong. Joining us now, a man who's starring in it. Uh, here to talk about a Liverpool friend of the show, David Morrissey. David, good afternoon. Hey, David. hey hi, how are you both? Yeah, good. very well, thank you. Yeah, good. I suppose when you're made, look, you can look at the quality of the people you're working with and the quality of the script you read, but you never quite know till it's out there on, on the screen, but you're, you're getting a great reaction to this, aren't you? Yeah, it is. And, but even before the script arrived, like you just said in your intro, you know, James Graham, I think he's one of our best dramatists out there at the moment. And also our lead director was uh, Lewis Arnold, who did Time and he did Dares with David Tennant a couple of years ago. So really, you know, quality. And then I got involved quite early on and then sort of, you know, there was rumours that Leslie Manville and Alan Armstrong and all the others were going to be in it. So it just started to feel very special 
before we went in. But as you say, you know, you never know until it's it's out there and how it lands with the public. But it seems to have landed really yeah. well. Do you get do you get that feeling then? It's when you've said yes to a project and then and then suddenly you think, oh blimey, he's doing it, she's doing it. That's going even last night. I mean, watching the was it part three or part four? I watched two last night and Stephen yeah. Tompkinson popping up. Uh, as, yeah. a, as an old a York, a Yorkshire miner, something, something yeah. popping up. So, again, the cast just keeps growing. Yeah, it is that thing. I mean, it is sort of, you know, I feel when the cast is like it is, then other people want to join it. You know, mm. they feel like, oh, either it's an old mate or it's someone they admire. Like Lindsay Duncan was in last night. She plays an mm, NUM yeah. lawyer, and she was someone who I've admired for many, many years. And she was just, she came in and, you know, also, you're not coming in as a as an actor on a show like this and just saying, you know, someone's on the phone for you. You know, James is going to write you a great part. Mm. He's going to write you uh, uh, a many leveled and sort of complex pl- uh, character to play. So, yeah, I mean, the people do come along, but they come along for him. I think his name nowadays is the name that he's a he's a writer like Jimmy McGovern or someone like Paul Abbott that people want to work with. Yeah. I mean, I mean your, you being in it as well is a, always a, a massive seal of quality. And do you put, you've got a long CV of massively quality work. Uh, mm. Do you put that down to the work you do? And you're known for your meticulous work that you do on a part. And how much pressure do you feel when you, when you take a part? Or do you enjoy that pressure? Yeah, I love that. I mean, I'm a bit of a geek, Charlie, you know. So, mm. so when, I mean, even, you know, you mentioned just before about, the inside number nine when I did played a referee and you know I got in touch with Paul and asked him if he could get in touch with Graham Pole for me so <laughs> yeah so that that but you know Graham just gave me little things that I could bring to the the show when I was doing it and with this show with Sherwood I met a lot of coppers I met a lot of old you know ex-miners and their wives you know families that had been torn apart by the miners strike and stuff and it just gives me a little bit more but I'd have to emphasize that not all actors work like that, and it isn't necessary to work like that. It's yeah, just the yeah. way I like to work. But some actors just pitch up and do it and are brilliant. So, yeah. you know, it's horses for courses, really. I mean, the story, you've, you've sort of touched on, it, touched on it there, but the, the story is built around a kind of true story, which I didn't realise, of a couple of murders that happened in mm-hmm. Nottinghamshire uh, a few years ago. And it, but it was very loosely based on that. It doesn't pretend to be uh, factual, does it? No, I think James, you know, came, that's where he comes from. He comes from Ashfield. These two um, tragic events happened in Ashfield, and it did mean that the Metropolitan Police had to come back into this community for this manhunt, and that brought up a lot of old and uh, painful memories for people. And I think he was very interested in that scenario of sort of buried grievances coming out again particularly at this time in our political history and so he uses these two real tragic events and he takes them and sort of you know uh, fictionalizes them Mm. in order to get to that bigger picture of this police investigation and what it means to this community that that it's happening inside of yeah i suppose that's james graham's particular skill isn't it it's almost documenting the zeitgeist of 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 where we are and 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 fleshes out those characters and and makes it even though we've we've seen it happen he makes it true to life on screen yeah i think his real forte though is that thing of giving everybody a voice it doesn't feel polemic to me it doesn't feel like he's on one side or the other Mm -hmm. he's really and you know certainly in this uh community where there was there was the num and there was the udm which was a breakaway union you know it's very fractious Mm -hmm. but he gives those both sides of those arguments and the people around it he gives them the full range of their emotions and understanding and so that we as the audience are left with real complex divides that are being listened to you know he had I don't to. Think he's lec- I don't think he's lecturing to us. In any no, way. yeah, I agree. He had to apologise, and it was football. Yeah. He had to apologise because the Alan Armstrong character, who is isn't from uh, Nottinghamshire, says yeah. Knotts Forest. Wow! And and there was a big Knotts, oh, a big Knotts yeah. backlash. Never goes down well. When you start at Talksport, that's in the handbook. I think it is. That's, that's day one. Yeah. You get yeah. given. Yeah. Don't, don't be saying this. I wish I'd been on set that day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, but no. And but James was very, you know upset by that and he sort of uh, did a whole Twitter apology and I think you know people have pointed that out and I know when I see things from Liverpool sometimes and people sort of 
you know, get things a bit wrong. It does, it does sort of uh, get your goat a bit. But I think, you know, for for everything that we've done, that was the one thing. Yeah. Now, <laughs> your your podcast as well, you do, uh, where you sort of speak to actors about yeah. kind of key roles they've done in the past. You got a new series of that. And I see yeah. that you, you took advantage of, um, <laughs> you got a few phone numbers think, from Sherwood. Leslie Manville got, was the first one. Yeah, I, actors were trying to avoid me all the time on Sherwood, thinking, oh, no, he's not going to ask me, is he? But I managed to corner Leslie Manville and a deal actor who's mm. in this Sherwood as well. So yeah. they're the first two. And then we've got another eight coming. But, yeah, and, and Leslie, obviously, you know, we were talking about Phantom Thread. She's got a massive body of work and a deal really is one of my favorite actors now i think he's really getting the chance to show us how what a brilliant actor he is and in sherwood last night particularly yeah, yeah, great. it was a it was an episode that centered around his sort of downfall mm. and he's a heartbreaking actor i think but really sort of um has real levels to him and i talked to him about the film a couple of years ago called four lions which mm. was the chris morris film oh, yeah. and and uh you know he was very insightful about how that came about um, so two more Sherwoods, isn't there, next Monday and There's Tuesday? There's two Monday and Tuesday, and then obviously the whole thing will be on iPlayer. They've yeah. released it uh, not usually, you know, nowadays everything lands at once, and they're mm -hmm. not doing that. They're doing it weekly, which is really, I know, it's great for me because people stop me in the street going, I know who the spy cop is. I know uh, who the yeah. spy cop is. <laughs> it's so brilliant that they're sort of trying to figure it out. It's yeah. good, yes. So people should definitely go and find it on on the iPlayer. And, and David's played. Uh, you've played Gordon Brown as well, haven't you, David? Um, and you're in a Tony Blair music. I'm, I'm currently playing Tony Blair, and our, our Gordon Brown, his first entrance, um, his trousers fall down, oh, his pants, <laughs> because um, Rick's. because politics is about substance, not image. Um, so I think it's slightly different to the performance you gave. Well, you say that, Charlie, but there might be a few outtakes uh, yeah. from that one. <laughs> so, well, I'll have to come to that, mate. I can't wait. Yeah. Darren, the West Brom fan, said, I was in a film with David back in the late 80s, uh, early 90s, called The Widowmaker. Oh, yeah. I was one was of the... A... Yeah. Would well, you remember it? I do very well, yeah. yeah. It was directed by John Madden, who I then went on to work with on... Captain Corelli's Mandolin, oh, and he did um, Shakespeare in Love. Wonderful, wonderful director, yeah. Well, Darren was one of the armed police who arrested David on top of the church. He says, uh, nothing... Oh, I've still got, yeah. still got the bruises, Paul. I've still got the bruises. <laughs> <laughs> he said, nothing unusual about that, you may ask, apart from me being only 17-year-olds and wearing a glued-on moustache to try and make myself look older. <laughs> Fair to say, David's acting career has been more successful than mine. <laughs> look, just very quickly, myself and Charlie have got a, a, a part we don't have your interest interested in obviously we should be doing this off air but yeah. just to jake john we were telling the listeners yesterday that there's a new rule in vigo in spain tourists have been told not to wee in the sea and there is now a 750 euro fine if you're caught doing that which made us think well how do you enforce that mm. really um and we had this idea that i know you probably don't want to play a policeman so soon after sherwood again you don't want to be typecast but we thought that the, the vigo police local police are having no joy so they have to call in di jimmy riddle um, to, <laughs> it's an to, offer. It's a straight offer. David. To inform, look, we don't you expect to say yes or yeah. no now? Um, because yeah. we, yeah. But just, just bear it in mind, though. Just well, bear listen, it in mind. talk to my agent. Yeah, oh, okay. we'll, that's we'll put, like, feels like being, the brush off. Yeah, being brought home from the swim bath and saying we have to get him out because he was weeing in the water. And my dad said, "How did he know?" He said, "Well, it was off the eye diving board." Yeah. <laughs> ah, there it is. Lovely well, look, stuff. We you, open with that. You, you can start if, with if that. If you want a writing credit, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> if, if, if that's if that's going to be the deal breaker, then. You, then we're we're on. You've got my yeah, number. Yeah, wow, yeah. wow. Okay, David's in. Um, on a more serious note, um, I saw you over in, in Madrid before the Liverpool Spurs Champions League final. Did you go? Did you go to Paris? I mean, some of the stories yesterday. It again. was really. Oh. I was there, and it was really hairy. I mean, we were. We got in okay. We were in Block B, which is at the side of the goal, not right behind the goal. And we got there early. I was with my son, but getting out was really. We were tear gassed and. We, we were sort of funneled down a very narrow street. There was about 20,000 of us at one point, and we managed to get out of that. But then as we got out of the ground itself, there was just all these gangs just mm -hmm. waiting for, for the supporters. And there were police there, and they weren't doing anything. So it was really hairy. But I have to say, even before that, when I got my ticket, you know, because I've, I've got all my tickets from the finals here in, in the house, and this ticket just looked, it honestly looked, I had to, 
really sort of think, is this real? You know, there was no hologram on it. Not, It just looked like it had been Xeroxed, really. So I was slightly worried even before I got there. So, yeah, it was really, really horrible and scary atmosphere. And, you know, in a way, I'm thankful that, you know, people didn't get even more injured or, yeah. you know, it was just, it was really badly organised. Well, they say, some, you know, I know there's been calls for resignations and quite right too after what was yeah. said in, in the immediate aftermath. Yeah, a lot of people with a lot to answer for and let's let's hope they do. Um, yeah. And just a quick one on the football before we let you go. I mean, Mane's gone today officially and so it's yeah, been, it's been a kind of, you know, Liverpool saying nice things uh, and the player saying nice things about the club. I suppose it, it slightly cushions the blow when you've signed Darwin Nunes and you've got players in that position yeah. it makes it easier to deal with when when you've got a, a quality replacement yeah it does I mean you know it'll be interesting to see how he does uh, Darwin in the um, in the Premier League but you know Sadio is uh, he's been a great I mean I love the way he plays I yeah, mean you know energy. sometimes he can be really frustrating sometimes you know but he's always getting in that position he's always you know and when he was on fire with the, the three up front it was amazing but Good luck to him. He's been a great servant to the club. But I'm excited about the coming season. I know it's going to be a weird season. I mean, God, I mean, what's going to happen in that with the World Cup and yeah, stuff? But yeah. it's, uh, you know, I'm excited by what what the, the, the type of players we're signing. We were saying, you know, City, we had question mark maybe over Holland. Oh, it's a tough yeah. league physically. The Premier League, you could get a bit leggy in January. Well, he's going to have a month off in November, yeah. which, <laughs> exactly. which doesn't yeah. particularly help anybody, does it, really? That's right. So, you know, uh, I mean, that, it's, it's going to be such a bizarre season. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. So uh, the podcast, David, people can, uh, who am I this yeah, time? Yeah, podcast comes out every yeah. Tuesday. We've got uh, someone, uh, we like to sort of surprise people as it drops, mm -hmm. but we've got some great top actors coming through over the next weeks. We've got Sherwood on the next um, Monday and Tuesday. That wraps up and then it's on the iPlayer. So yeah, all good. It's all, all Things are happening. It's nice. Nice one. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. And Take you care. too. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Cheers, Dave. Bye-bye. Uh, David Morrissey there yeah, go and check out uh, sure what it is yeah. the top quality check out all his work it's all good he's, ne he's never bad that's true well, <laughs> one of those actors who turns up and you go oh, this will be fine now take that in safe hands the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Coming up in the final hour of the show, Abby McHale joins us, a fashion expert on the sun. She's going to pop in because for that. Uh, the house of Gucci yeah. and um, Adidas have come together with a range, of, you know, most of which is, sort of, you know, looking very nice. Um, but there is a very odd pair of slip-on loafers with the three white Adidas stripes down the side. Yeah, so nice. we'll see what... A bit like something you'd get off the market, Paul. <laughs> you think so? I'm sure you they're you, Your mum bought you home some... Some slip-ons from the market, and yeah. had, I got these. They've got three. They're like your football boots. Yeah. I thought you'd like them. <laughs> but joining us now in the studio, to tell us about his new show and other matters besides, and representing England at football, is uh, comedian Josh Pugh. Good to see you, Josh. Hey, Good Josh. afternoon. How are you awesome. doing? Thanks Very for coming well. in. Have you seen these uh, these Gucci shoes? I've, I've got them on. <laughs> you know, they're rubbing me, actually. But they're they're to... There they are. They are a beautiful I thought thing. I seemed taller. Yeah. Look, look at that with a gold buckle. Wow. Look at that. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? With the three stripes and quite a built... Charlie likes the built-up heels quite a short man. He thinks that he thinks that could uh, that could carry yeah, it off for him. really awesome with it. Give me the extra inches Seven, you need. 700, <laughs> 785 quid, Charlie. Yeah. To and, you. Yeah. Well, better put them away for a couple of years, yeah. bring them out of the box in a couple of years' time. Yeah. Like, Where'd you get those? Nice. You know, I, I would say within a day, those will be worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're awful. It's like the investment. <laughs> would it be, yeah, oh. a kind of a very... A limited like, edition. Yeah. Um, a collector's show that really shatters people's dreams. Yeah. That would be, that's what <laughs> we all want to watch, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, we did, it, not... we did it last week, didn't we? You said yeah. people, you know, they had, they had like... like 100 Roy of the Rovers comics in their loft all oh, they'll be worth something and you yeah. look them up and they're worth five quid yeah it's something brilliant. like that you know. or like you know when they go in a repair shop and yeah. they're just like we're just going to bin this yeah. <laughs> it's no good towards this let's bin yeah. this That's I'd true. love someone to do repair shop but it's just people like me who oh, I'll give it a good go yeah, yeah. <laughs> just masking tape yeah, yeah, all over yeah, yeah. it I'll just give it a go is that alright was my great great grandfather's well yeah. I'll, all right. I'll give Imagine. it a go mate and it's just all in bits when they come back <laughs> and you in tears that would be great wouldn't it it's just, I ain't got a, it's a clock how am I supposed to put a clock back together um, anyway 
Uh, Josh, your, your show again, another spectacularly named show. Sausage, egg, Josh Pugh, chips and beans. Lovely. Yeah, I, I'm regretting that title oh. already. It's difficult <laughs> to say. Somebody's already tweeted me asking if they can swap Josh Pugh for another sausage. Is, <laughs> it's funnier than any of the jokes in the show, which is, that's annoyed me. Uh, yeah, it's just a bit of fun, that the title. It's just, um, yeah, hopefully that'll get people's interest. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it's not. It's just a, a good title. It's not tied very much into the. Yeah, whole no, it's not really about. Show. It's not about breakfast. It's, it's not, not about not, breakfast. Not got bottomless coffee or something with the show. Or... <laughs> no, no, but I do worry that people will come thinking it's that that they'll come hungry. <laughs> yeah. and just be annoyed that they're not being blood yeah. sugars hitting rock bottom mid show. <laughs> Perhaps you could fry bacon during it. Yeah, just get the aroma just going. Just get the get it going yeah. in there. You know, a little camping stove. <laughs> it's on at two ten. I mean, if you'd been on at nine o'clock, I would have had that expectation. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. Think, oh, I just well, you had breakfast. We just go and see Josh Pugh. <laughs> get breakfast. <laughs> two ten's well. a good time. Well, well let's uh, let's see how we're going after the first week. Get a burger van outside. A little barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So is there is there a theme? It's just you it's, telling some jokes. It's just an hour of stand up. Yeah. It's loosely about becoming a dad, yeah. um, and just the last two years and what I've been up to and stuff. It's a bit of a, a catch up with. I say catch up as if. Anybody cares what I was doing two years ago? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it'll just be uh, yeah. It's just an hour of good stand-up, which I, I try and yeah. do now. No big themes, no be no tears. Uh, just just funny stuff. A lot yeah. of people will will know you from the stuff you do on Twitter and on social media, and these little kind of one-way conversations you're having yeah. with with someone. And we've, I mean, we've picked, we just picked one at random, fairly recent one. Josh, we're going to play the listeners, and you can find Josh doing lots of these. On uh, on social media, but uh, this is uh, Cinderella's dad. I would take it talking to Cinderella's mum about their daughter. Who was that at the door? Lost a what? Lost a glass slipper. This is what I'm talking about. I must have had that conversation with her a hundred times. You need to start looking after her stuff better. Why is she taking a slipper off? Is what I don't get. The whole point of slipper is that it's comfortable. She'd never need to take a slipper off, especially in a pl- yeah. You're gonna lose it, isn't she? In a place like that, it's see through. Think about it. And and he's brought it back, has he? So she's not even she's not even made steps to, to solve the situation. She's not content lost, lost property. She just died or turn up. That's that's her attitude, that is. Yeah, some, and then she expects me to fork out for AirPods. <laughs> See, if that had been the script, the Andrew Lloyd Webber one wouldn't have closed down. No. What <laughs> I like is 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 a, a real high status idiot who's like someone who really thinks they're always right, and it's the same. It's more or less the same character in every every scene is so different as well. Yeah, it's you can kind be like of the, the four cheese pizza. The invent inventing the four cheese pizza. I like that one. Yeah, mm, I think do. it's a guy who thinks he knows what's what, but he hasn't got a clue really. <laughs> Kind of, they've been quite successful, but they're completely. I film them. I've got like an iPhone four, yeah, <laughs> which can. It's barely pixelated. The quality is terrible for whatever reason, though. People seem to be into it. It's been a. It's been good. And I do one a week, so I try and have one in the bank for yeah. next week. Yeah. Do they come pretty easily to you? No, no, <laughs> no. Very stressful every week. Mm. Uh, no, it's good. Sometimes you'll have a bit of a epiphany. You think, oh, that's quite good, or. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's usually something big made small, and just I think about it in the day, and then I just record it on a Sunday. And, and, and they're one out. take, aren't they? You do them as debate. Well, I, I do them as make, one. Yeah, you get, do them as one. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got is, to do a perfect. You've got to do a again. Perfect that's one. that's a lack of IT skills rather than <laughs> no cutaways. Yeah, there. I can't. I've got I've got iMovie on my phone. I don't know how to do it. Right. Um. So I've got to do it in one take. Otherwise, yeah. it's just yeah. Mm. But you're also online, Grassroots Coach. I don't know oh, if you yeah. want that known, but there's a yeah. Twitter feed called Grassroots Coach, which is very, very especially if you've been involved in youth football, you're, which is very, very funny, Paul, mm. isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah some... that's me as well. That's kind of, um, it's a stepdad who, it's not got his FA badges, but is heavily <laughs> yeah. involved in his stepson's football team. <laughs> and I mean heavily involved. And it's people take it seriously, which is great. People tweet me saying, you shouldn't be involved in the game, you've got no place in, in junior football and all this. It's, it's brilliant. Because you yeah. do see some horrendous stuff. The worst thing I, I promise I ever saw was when my son was about 10 playing in a game and his team had won and a dad from the uh, the other team as they went off. The kid was in tears already because they'd lost. And he said, you're not coming home with me. 
You're going with, you're a, I think it's a you're a disgrace. <laughs> you're going over uh, with your yeah. granddad. You're not getting in the ten oh, years God. old. Oh, amazing. It was bleak. It's what does it do to people? I mean, this oh. is why people like what you because it does. It just does terrible things to because people. Because you hear it. Yeah, it? and I'd, I'd like to think I've got a little boy now. I'd like to think. I wouldn't be like that. Yeah, but, but if you'll catch yourself, yeah, yeah. I think you'll you catch that's it. You catch yourself once or twice, and you think that's probably. It will do much. at some point. Every, I think everybody, <laughs> not yeah, to that extent, it. but everybody now and again, if they've watched their kids play sport, you can't help you, it. You do. You think, oh, well, no, no, that wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, because movie. they're lovely people. Like most of these parents, they're lovely people. Yeah, you know, yeah. away from you know, they've oh, got yeah. good jobs and nice yeah. houses and lovely people. As soon as that whistle. Goes. I know. That's, they're just animals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're an England international, yeah, Josh. You are. You've, you've, yeah. You've represented England. You've been to World Championship. Yeah. So I play for England's party sighted team. Uh, we're playing. We're playing Spain in two weeks in Benidorm. Which oh, wow. my wife refuses to believe is an event. <laughs> yeah, this, this doesn't sound right. Yeah. Benidorm 2022. <laughs> She's listening. It's yeah. one of the big tournaments. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Why are you wearing number 69? Ignore that. Ignore that. Just, uh, Why have you uh, got Ledge on the back? That's not your name. Yeah. You're not Ledge. Um, You're not Rodney. Fat Kaz. Who does he play for? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're, we're flying out there in, in two weeks. but And it's um, it's great to be a part of. I'm 32. Now we've got a World Cup next year. Wow. And I've kind of had in my head I might finish next year. But I think I'm just going to play until I, I drop. Yeah, yeah of course you've got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got well, to. Why not, isn't it? Just the, the, long time retired. The big yeah. day you can have laser eye surgery then yeah, as well. Get, yeah, yeah exactly. Get it in. <laughs> Try it there. They had the big day of cup finals at St George's, didn't they, a couple of weeks ago? Did you play for a club? Yeah, so well? I play for Birmingham Futsal. Right. But this is, I mean, this is the the life of an amateur sportsman. I um, So there's a the televised FA Cup final on the 11th, and I had to go on a hen do. Uh, my wife took the took the first time she left the baby. I had to kind of go out adjacent in bars adjacent to the Hindu oh, right. in case she had to come out and feed him. <laughs> it's like you know, somebody tries to swim the channel and they have a support boat. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> You're there with the goose fat. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are on at the Monkey Barrel uh, Comedy. Oh, uh, fantastic! Uh, yeah. Club, and that is uh, in Edinburgh. Two ten performances. Uh, throughout yeah. the festival prime yeah. time do yeah. your show in the day that's and good. you can rake in the money from the gigs at night that's what you want to do yeah, yeah that's people. good that's thinking, what you want to do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, you go know. to ticketmaster.co.uk you can find Josh on, on Twitter putting out his uh, his weekly uh, videos which gave you a flavour of them there they're, they're a lot of fun uh, well, good to see you. Thanks, for thanks so much for coming. That'll sell out. So I reckon, I, I guarantee you that'll sell out. So yeah. it's not the biggest venue, is it, Josh? So you no, need, thanks, you, Charlie. I think no, no, a no, no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. So that will definitely sell out because on a good time, it's not a massive venue, and Josh yeah. is brilliant. So it'll sell out. So that I people just could, about salvage that. If Charlie. people are going to book, they should book now. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on uh, Talk Sports. Yeah, a little quiz for you, Charlie. Okay, yeah. It's okay. sporting, sporting. Oh. But it's not I'm that sporting. I'm, I'm rubbish at this. No, it's, sport. it's just guesswork, Charlie. Just embarrassment. Now, it's Glastonbury. Okay, uh, yeah, this, uh, this weekend. Have you played Glastonbury? No, before? Never, 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 never been. <clears throat> Do you know what puts mm. me off, Paul? The What's traffic, that? getting in and out. Yeah. That would put me off. I know you do. You do festivals. I do festivals and all the other tents, festivals. Never I've never done, done Glastonbury. I would like, actually, I would like to go and see Paul McCartney this Saturday night. That oh, would okay. be pretty fantastic. Catch him on the telly, won't I've you? I've seen now. Which um, uh, our old mate Andy Smart is there with the comedy store oh, players. They go is, every yeah. year. He just he said tent up first pint of cider. Oh, he just really? tweeted that. He a drinks, does he? Ago. That's nice. Yeah, apparently. Oh, nice, for him, nice for him to have a cu- couple of pints. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Take the edge off now and again. But uh, the reason I bring up Glastonbury, Charlie, is I was looking down the uh, the A to Z of acts that are going to be playing. Okay. Oh, and it no. struck me. <laughs> it struck me that many of them sounded like racehorses that are running today. <laughs> nice. So I thought, what if we did a kind of quiz, of some of which that were uh, some of the acts that are appearing where this is going, racehorse or act, is and it, And some of them were, uh, uh, yeah. So I thought it might be interesting if you can tell us, as I give you the names of these turns or these horses. This. I am into this. You can tell me whether you think they are a turn or whether they are a okay, horse. Okay, yeah, good, good. So are you ready, I'm, re- I'm ready, Paul. I'm very excited okay. by the quiz. Brilliant. Okay. I love that we've got tension music I mean, under really it. Really tension. Giving it a bit of gravitas. Yeah, wow. So, Charlie, the first of... Uh, is it a horse? Is it an act at Glastonbury? <laughs> Beans on toast. Oh. 
Now, beans on toast, Charlie. What, what do we a think? Good quiz. Beans on toast. And it's beans on toast, or is it an act? Is it an act? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome beans on toast. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, join us now on the main at John Peel stage. Beans on toast. Beans yeah. on toast feels like a two two root one a name. Beans on toast as a band, I think, would be sort of like, you know, like. Ooh, one of them white sort of studenty, studenty working class be bands. Be- we are beans on toast. Yeah, okay. This is Mum. I hate you. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's an old Glaston. They still playing? Are they bands like that? Okay, so Mum, I hate you. Mum, I hate you. Mum, I hate you. I hate you so one, two, much. Three, four. Do you think, Charlie, that uh, beans on toast going to be appearing at the Glastonbury Festival? I think there's a, a horse. I think it's a horse. You think it's a horse? Well, let's find out. Baby, 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 when are you coming home? That's Beans on Toast. just laying on the sofa. Singer in the folk. Laying on the sofa. Beans on Toast. Everyone's a critic because he got it wrong. So Beans on Toast, you got the first one wrong, Charlie. Feel free to play along at home. (laughs) Just a a bit of fun. Okay, here we go then. This could be a weekly thing, I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Queen of Navarre, or Mm. is it? And it's Queen of Navarre. (laughs) Now, Queen of yeah, Navarre. Queen of what do you Navarre. think of Queen of Navarre? Queen of Navarre. Does that sound like a horse? Sort of feminist sort of group in the like Heim or self-esteem. You know, those brilliant okay, music yeah, acts think like it would that. Be yeah, Queen of Navarre. Queen of Navarre. Or unless it's like, you know, or is it a horse? what gender are these people? You know, yeah. that might be yeah. one of those sorts of bands. I think it's a horse. You think it's a horse? <laughs> well, let's find out. Right, we're off and running. Yes, well done, Get Charlie. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, Queen five, of Navarre. 550 at Kempton. Okay, one all. And, and such is my uh, issue. Is I'm, I, Anyway, we'll come back to this in a minute. Um, so there we are, one out of two so far. Okay. We move on to uh, the next one. It's Wet Leg. Wet Leg. I'm afraid I know that that is a group. Oh, you do? I listen to Six Music now and again, ah. and they are big, wet, uh, overplayed. Could almost, be the name of a horse say. as well. You Could be. You don't edge your bets? It's Wet Leg. They are definitely, they're a, they're a, 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 a duo of, of women who uh, do sort of like homemade garage-based music. Let's get that confirmed. Feels like being So there we are, Charlie. I yeah, don't know what's not bad. Your knowledge of indie rock. Is that it? No, it's oh, not. Oh, no, good, no, good. Six of these. <laughs> wet leg would be a good horse, though, wouldn't it? It would be. And it's wet leg. <laughs> from, yeah, it would be good, wouldn't it? Wet leg from Beans on Toast. People beans vote on Toast. People Queens vote on it because they, they go, oh, I had a wet leg once. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do you remember when I had that wet leg? It's talking to me, this one, Darren. <laughs> Darren, this one's talking to me. I've got, I had, remember I had that wet leg? We move on then, Charlie, uh, to... Lion face. Oh, lion face. Now, lion face is that. Lion dance. face. Lying Please, face or lion L-I-O-N. face? L-I-O-N. Please welcome to the stage, lion, lion face. Lion face. And it's lion face. What do you think? Lion face. Lion face. Ooh, yeah. That's a hard one, isn't it? Mm. Not, um... What sort of music you think lion face would play were they a band? It's not matter face, is it? No. It's, it's no, lion it's face. Lion face. Metally. Yeah, a bit of, bit, of, bit of metal there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think? Horse or band? Lion face. I'm going to go horse, Paul. Let's find out. Right, we're off. Get in. Yeah, you're doing well. The 820 at Kempton, you'll catch that in. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, then. Okay. Uh, we, we continue with Snarky Puppy. Oh, no, they are. They're a, they're a, they're a, they are a Hammond organ-based uh, this is completely... I should have been more act. obscure, shouldn't They're I? A Hammond organ-based music <clears throat> act. Yeah. Very, very good. Hammond sort of a, organ-based yeah, music yeah, yeah, like They a play sort of the funk. one-tappers and shuffles. <laughs> they f- like a sort a of jazz funk. rock or rock jazz? Sort of they, like a funk, 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 jazz fusion? Yeah, yeah, sort of Hammond So they are a band. Well, let's, well OK, let's find out. This is the mu- Hang on, keep going. This is the music for Di Jimmy Riddle. Yeah, he goes to <laughs> here. He is. Yeah, when he goes to Vigo. Of a, of a night, he's just. You just in- imagine David Morrissey just going into the water with his <laughs> snorkel on yeah. and his incredible sense of smell. He's no, he's, he's sitting at the bar at the end of the day, going, "What am I doing, my life?" <laughs> well, look, yeah, we know we can safely go puppy. to a broadcaster, so we've got a very light pencil on David Morrissey. <laughs> we've pitched him the idea. He wants a writing credit, as we yeah. all know now. Okay, like, yeah, Midsummer Murders. They have a guest star each week. Yeah. The guest star each week has, has done the. Jimmy Riddle. <laughs> so this is the theme music to D.I. Jimmy Riddle in Vigo. And uh, got, should okay, have gone, well done, should have gone more obscure, I should have gone Paul. more obscure. I, yeah, I didn't know you were such a Go music on. expert. <laughs> uh, 
And finally, Blazing Skies. Ooh. Good band, Blazing Skies. Blazing or is it a horse? Skies. Blazing Skies. Blazing Sky. Not Blazing Squad. Remember no, them, Paul? Yeah, they were good, weren't do. they? Yeah, yeah. Right. Not yeah, Blazing yeah. Saddles. That's Not a good one. Blazing Skies. Charlie. Blazing Sky. Skies or Skies? Skies. Blazing Skies. A horse. Let's find out. Right, we're off and running. Oh, here we are. So, you did really well. Where's Blazing Skies running? Uh, It's the the 810 Nace over in Ireland. Oh, wow. So I'm now quite tempted to do a treble on those three horses. John, Please gamble responsibly. I'm only talking about 50p each way. I'll That's put, all. I'll put 50p on the nose yeah. just for a snarky puppy to win. There we are. There we are. That was a good quiz, Paul. I enjoyed that very much. Mm. I think we could make that a weekly feature. Horse or oh, something else. We did else. that for many years. Oh, OK, it's done. Sport on it's with done. it. Forget well, it. We did, we did something similar. I mean, <laughs> okay. yeah, we can always dust it down, Charlie. I don't mind. Oh, we've we got a long summer to get through, Paul, so, you know, why yeah, not? Yeah, I think, yeah, we, that's, that, that is very true. So there we are. I hope you uh, played along at home and did as well as Charlie did. You've been telling us your tales of us. Charlie frightened a child yesterday, <laughs> shouting Gary Johnson's uh, yellow army when he saw him in a shirt. Um, I bumped into a cyclist, he said. Not literally, I hope. Bumped into a cyclist with a 95-96 Preston shirt on last oh. Friday near the Angel Pub in Bermondsey oh. in, in South London. Cure. Come on, you whites. Oh. I got a rather bemused look. Maybe it was an unwanted present or a cheap charity shop find. I reckon it's a uh, hipster. I reckon yeah. it's a hipster he wearing his being mid-90s yeah. hipster. Thought he was being cool. I don't know what it was. Because well, we had um, Glenn Moore in earlier, yeah. and he played over 100... He's played 100 games uh, in the last two years. He's played 200 different computer games on consoles. And uh, anyway, he, he was saying his favourite one was like a farming simulator. And we wonder if any farming people played yeah. the farming simulator. Cal Pat Chris does. Cal Pat Chris has been on. Afternoon, lads. Even though I farm as a job, I also like to play a farming simulator on the Xbox. Nice. The wife takes the mickey by explaining to her that most footballers play FIFA most of the time. So, what's the difference? Which is a very good point. Yeah. Just like to get my head out of the tractor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been asked by um, Ray, oh, yeah. are the first 400 shoot magazines from 1968 oh, yes. worth anything? Ray, we haven't got a clue. We're a we pair of idiots. <laughs> I mean, um, I can, I, have you heard of Google? I can... I can uh, we get those properly I'll have, I'll have a look at that. Shoot Have magazines. you still got the league ladders? No, I don't remember the little cardboard shoot league magazines. ladders that, that we... We did 1968. Here we go. Oh, 1068. I don't think it was going around then. Yeah, 1968. Here we go. 1068. Mm, the shooting times. No, I don't think it's that. No, Hold on a minute. That no, I can't see any on at the moment. So it might be well, quite look, rare, you know. We'll, we'll so. try and do some research for you, but don't mm. hold your breath, eh? Uh, but thank you, Ray, for getting in touch on that. A lot of people suddenly coming in because you had a pop at Yeovil Football Club yeah, earlier good. on Yeovil Town. Suddenly everybody's like a free for all yeah. from uh, anti Yeovil feeling, which good. I think is a bit harsh. No. I don't know what your problem is, Charlie. Don't like I don't know, Andy the Weymouth fan. Up I don't the like terrorists. any team that plays in Greenpool There's as well. The, that's one of the things I don't like. What team that green, plays in... Teams shouldn't play in green. Well, you've got a thing about Plymouth Argyle as no, well. No, but they why. shouldn't play in green because it's the same colour as the grass. So it gives them as a app and it gives them a benefit. Okay, you know, it's, it's a little, just a tiny little margin they've got ahead there. Really, you know, marginal gains. Marginal gain. You look exactly the same as the grass. You can't see the other players. That's complete rubbish. Any team in green. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, I'll do it all again with Andy tomorrow. Charlie's yes. back with me next, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yep. Right? Lovely, Fantastic. yeah. And I'm on with Max at the weekend. Not, yeah, no, not with Max. Lloyd Griffith Saturday and Barry Glendenning Sunday. Tremendous. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.